people who are more successful in any category, I'm not just speaking financially, I'm talking about overall, are also the people who are not criticizing you for chasing your dreams and following a certain path or a certain business model because they don't have time and energy to criticize or put people down. The only people who are ever gonna judge you are people who are not where you are yet or they're afraid that you're gonna follow through on your goals and dreams and make them feel insecure when they look in the mirror because they're gonna have to live up and own up to the fact that they're not taking action. They're not learning anything new. They're not growing every single day. That they're passive, they're complacent, and they basically have given up. They've given up all hope on life. Welcome to the Diamond Life Mentor. I'm your host, Balage de Bicardos, and I've got something to share with you. And it just might be the key to unlocking more freedom in your life. I'll show you the way. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Balage de Bicardos. And this is episode number 10 of my brand new podcast. It still feels like a dream come true. It still feels very much brand new. We're about six weeks after launching and uh, we've had some amazing results out out of the gate, Uh, amazing feedback. And I just wanted to take a moment to express my gratitude, to say thank you for subscribing to the show, following the show, checking us out on Instagram and following our podcast exclusive account at the Diamond Life Mentor as well. We're actually going to be revamping our social media strategy and posting a lot more little clips and snippets and different types of content, pictures, quotes, carousel posts, value-based quotes, asking you for your feedback from each episode so we get a better idea of what your favorite types of episodes are that we're uh, always expanding and wanting to provide you even more value. So stay tuned for that. That's coming really soon. And we crossed some really exciting milestones as well. As of this moment of this recording, we have crossed over 10,000 unique listeners which just means different people that are listening to the multiple episodes so far. So that's super, super exciting, and I'm so grateful for that. And we've had almost 300 reviews now across Apple and Spotify. The podcast is rated as five stars, which is so exciting. We have had downloads and listens in over 73 countries, which is pretty mind-blowing. Uh, and also we've had almost 25,000 total downloads in the first six weeks. So I just want to say thank you. That's incredible. I'm blown away. And if you haven't had an opportunity yet to go to Spotify or Apple and rate the show, you know, leave your honest review as well. It's really important that you leave a written review too, please. Not just, uh, you know, however many stars you want to rate it. Hopefully it's five stars, but take a moment to leave a sentence or two or a paragraph of what value you've received. Maybe I've helped you think differently. Maybe I've helped you feel excited or confident that you can go and chase your dreams and step into a whole new way of living. And if any of that is true or something completely different is true where you got inspired by one of the episodes or you learned something new, please include that in your review so we can continue to grow this show. That really helps us when we reach out to other podcasts or invite guests onto the show in the future to uh, show that there is a really powerful audience 
uh, yourself included, who is listening, who's engaging and sharing the show. And that way we'll, we're able to bring you some more guests that can add additional value and make a positive difference in your life as well. So that's where I wanted to start. And on today's episode, I don't really have too much of an outline. I just wanted to kind of free flow with you to download how I'm feeling, some things that have been on my mind recently, which is part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast is a way for me to express in this open format where I don't have to have this outline. I don't have to do all this preparation uh, in some cases, but I have something that I want to get off of my chest about how I see the world, my philosophies, things that I notice in the marketplace, things that I notice among society or the masses that really intrigues me. And sometimes it's certain things that I see differently, right? And when you think a certain way about things in your life and it becomes a normal, a standard, then often you need something out of that box to remind you that a lot of people out there don't think this way. They don't see things that way. They don't uh, measure certain things in a way that is relatable to you any longer. And I need sometimes a reminder of how I once was also, how I once used to think in the past as well. Now, I'll give you some context to specifically what I'm referencing right now. So when it comes to money, right, this is a topic that affects all of our lives every single day. And there are certain people that have very interesting beliefs around their money mindset and how they see things and how they view money and how they uh, just kind of the power that they give it or not give it or how they look at it in terms of an essential part of life. And some people have this view, this viewpoint that it's not about the money, right? And so they're like, it's not about the money. I do this because I love it. I do this because I, uh, I'm i passionate about it and all that. And while I do understand their perspective when they say that, it's not about the money. For example, even in my case, you know, to do this podcast, it's not about the money. And that is something that is the same as what I'm describing. Alternatively, though, what often ends up happening is because they say it's not about the money, they actually are a repellent to money overall. And so they suffer financially because they're so afraid of someone thinking that they're doing something to make a healthy profit. And because their money mindset is all twisted and their beliefs are twisted, they endure a lot of unnecessary pain and unnecessary suffering in general. And they find themselves often with a lot of financial issues, a lot of financial problems. And there's varying degrees to this. And so when we look back at where do our money beliefs come from, I find this really fascinating that the majority of the population doesn't ever pause and reflect and stop. Like, why do I believe what I believe about money? Or in other cases, some other topics too. But when you're young, you're so young that these thoughts aren't really going to cross your mind because you're learning from your parents. And so your parents are your dominant role in your life, teaching you about certain things that they believe. And so from generation to generation, thoughts, beliefs, habits, perspectives, philosophies get passed on. And 
if you do not pause and ask yourself, why do I believe that? Is that actually true for me? Or was it only true for my parents in maybe a completely different country, maybe a different economic class, or all these different variations and variables of why they believe that. Like for example, if you're growing up during an economic recession in prime years of your teenage years or like young adulthood, you're gonna have very different perception around life, around reality, because those prime years were happening when the world was experiencing a pullback or a reset or something was happening maybe there was a war you know like world war ii for example or the great depression or these certain things that have happened in our history in the last 100 years how old you were where you lived what your parents were going through in their adulthood in terms of income or lack of income or financial stress or these kinds of things, those have all been passed on to you and rubbed off on you. But then if we fast forward 30 years, 40 years from what was happening in the world at that particular time, those things are no longer happening anymore. And this is what fascinates me so much is like the things that your parents teach you are always coming from a place of love. They're always trying to do their best. They're always trying to teach you as much as possible to set you up for success in life overall. But so much of that does not actually apply in the future, and that's not their fault. It's actually our own responsibilities as adults to be able to discern and go, okay, I understand why they taught me what they taught me, but I want to explore this and I want to go deeper into, is this actually true for me? And does this serve me to create the lifestyle of freedom that I desire in my life today? And what you'll notice when you explore this is so much is like, no, I don't want that. I don't believe that. That doesn't serve me. It's no longer the best way to do something. It possibly might have not ever been the best way to do it, but the best way that your parents at least knew how to teach you and show you about certain things. So this has been on my mind a lot because when we look at society overall, the thing that we need to recognize is who does certain things benefit, right? There's this expression like follow the money or you know, who's really benefiting from certain aspects of society. And when you can look below the surface, under the hood, if you will, you'll notice that the majority of things out there are not meant or designed to benefit you specifically. And I was driving with my wife over this past weekend and she's kind of looking out the window, I'm driving and she, and she kind of looks at me and she's like, why is there so much shit in our society? So many fast food joints that serve garbage food, so many shitty products, you know, and, and, and she was sitting there just contemplating like, why does this exist? And her exact words were like, how did we get here? How did this happen? And it really made me think as well about what she was saying. And my response to her was talking about how in a capitalistic uh, government or a capitalistic society, such as like first world countries, Canada, US, etc., 
there is pros and cons to everything. There's benefits and drawbacks to everything. So when you have less control overall from the top down, the government, the people who are in power, that also allows us more choices, more options. And majority of these options are not good for us. But it is on us to be able to distinguish, hey, I probably shouldn't eat that. I, sh I shouldn't wear that. I shouldn't spend my time on certain distractions or certain things of entertainment that are kind of making me dumb and making me unaware and checked out of what's really important and what really matters. So that does exist. And that's always going to be the majority of people. But at the same time, there are going to be companies and CEOs and owners of certain businesses who have different values. They have different morals. They uh, focus on certain aspects of creating a company, a product or a service where they want the end user, the client, the customer to benefit, you know, and using a specific example is there's companies out there that are creating food products for children, right? I have a two and a half year old daughter and us trying to find her snacks that are healthy, non-GMO, organic, not filled with sugar and natural flavors and processed chemicals and all this shit is harder than you would think it should be. Like we go through the aisle in the stores and every single thing we pick up that has a really good branding and marketing and has the flashy colors and all the things that make my daughter go, ooh, I want that and like grab the box and wanna put it in the shopping cart. And we take a few seconds to just look at the label and we're like, nope, not eating that, you're not having that and so forth. And it makes you really think like, at what point do people take responsibility for what they're putting in their bodies when we're talking about food specifically or knowledge or lack of knowledge? Like the average person out there does not read books. They don't try to improve. They don't try to learn. They don't try to see the world through a new set of eyes from being able to understand things from experts in certain topics out there. And I find this really fascinating. Like, to me, it just comes so naturally, I guess, like it's an obvious, like if I don't understand something, I want to go explore. I'm curious. I want to learn. I want to take the time to, in, in, in a lot of cases, hire people who are better, smarter, more experienced than I am in these particular types of industries, for example, like my strength and conditioning coach. He's amazing. He has so much experience and I could figure it out for myself. Yes, I could exercise on my own. Yes, I could try to do all this stuff on my own. Yes, but in my head, I'm like, I rather go to somebody who has a track record of success and results and just listen, be coachable and trust them and whatnot, right? And same thing with experts on nutrition and food, like on social media, like we follow certain accounts that are reputable people who can educate us on what to put in our bodies and not put in our bodies. And ever since I had my daughter, I've been hyper aware to other parents and their children and the types of things that they just give them in so freely with food and whatever. I'm like blown away at how little they seem to care or how unaware they are about feeding them junk, processed garbage. Uh, it's just really shocking. And it's not I'm not coming from a place of judgment. Like to me, it's not that I'm judging them for doing that. I'm just looking at it more so like, wow, I am 
blown away that you're okay with that for your children, for your family, and that is something that you don't look into or care more about or whatever the case might be. I'm not sure exactly the reasoning behind it, but it's, um, it's quite shocking. And so anyways, back to my point around this is you may have heard at some point around like whatever the masses are doing, do the opposite. And it's harder at some point to do that. Like you have to have the awareness around it first. So if everybody's going left, the chances are going right is going to be the right move. And I'll, I'll use an example with like the vaccine and the whole COVID-19 stuff. When everybody was freaking screaming from the rooftops and celebrities were saying you should do it on their social media. And, and there's this whole entire psyop, massive global manipulation around everything. It was just like cramming it down your throat. And then you would see articles in the news and on mainstream TV and stuff. They were giving people incentives like, oh, you get a free donut or a free beer when you go get your vaccine and stuff like that. You're like, wait a second. What the fuck is actually going on here? You know, like people don't stop and think, why is there so much incentives? Why are they giving people cash and marijuana and and donuts and sugar and beer to go get a vaccine? Like it just didn't add up. So that was one example where if you just had the awareness to recognize that everybody's talking about this, everybody's making you feel bad if you don't do it. To me, that was an automatic instant red flag. Same thing with telling people that, you know, pregnant women, it's safe for them to go get vaccinated. Now, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that any sort of medical procedure or uh, experimental drug is never, ever, ever, ever recommended to pregnant women. Unlike pretty much all medical products, there's going to be a sign, you know, an alcohol, tobacco, saying it's unsafe if you're pregnant, right? And so once again, a huge red flag is when they came out publicly to say, oh, you should uh, do this and it's safe and doctors were telling people and all this kind of thing. I was like, whoa, 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 massive red flag. So it's an example of like what everybody's doing, do the opposite. And there's so many more. And what this is called is, is contrarian thinking, right? For example, when the stock market is really hot or crypto is really hot and everybody is talking about it and people who are uneducated are talking about it. That's a sign that you should do the opposite of everybody. So an example of this is like people buy when the greed is high and then they sell when the fear is high. It's the opposite of what real educated investors would do. So when everybody's saying buy, there's a good there's a good possibility that if you have that thing, you should sell and lock in some profits. When everybody's saying that it's doom and gloom and don't touch it and it's a scam, it's whatever. It's like that's probably the best time for you to actually buy. And this is an example of being a contrarian thinker and making your own decisions on what you feel just by being aware of what the general market is saying, right? People get caught up in all these types of things of dividing people and making them turn against each other when the real enemy, in my opinion, is the people who control everything. And when I say enemy, I mean it in a way like they're benefiting from our demise. They're benefiting when we're sick. They're benefiting when we're uh, on the hamster wheel, paycheck to paycheck, working little worker bees and slaver bees in society, not being creative, not being able to live our passions, not being able to spend time with their families, not being able to try 
travel the world, live life on our terms. That's not in their best interest. But at the same time, there are loopholes in the laws for taxes, for income, for all these things that they themselves exploit. So it's like if they made it completely illegal and they were doing it, there would be this huge uproar and civil unrest and whatnot. But if they leave certain things complicated, but technically they're legal and there's loopholes around it, they themselves will exploit their own laws and loopholes. And us as individuals can also get the same benefits as them if we go and educate ourselves and learn. And this is the part that really blows my mind is like, let's talk about my high ticket business, for example. Sometimes what will happen is we're doing a presentation and the person says, I can't afford to get started. And it's like, okay, cool. You can get a loan, right? You can get financing on a loan. And it's like, oh, but the interest is really high. Let's, let's say it's 20%, right? Which is higher than it would be in a lot of cases, but I'm just being conservative on the high end. It's like 20% interest. People will be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. That's really high interest. Interest is bad, et cetera, et cetera. And yet they have an interest on their mortgage. They have an interest on their car payment. They have an interest on their credit cards when they buy like a big screen TV or rack up a credit card to go to Disneyland or go on a holiday or something like that. They have no problem racking up credit card debt as a consumer to basically try to escape their life, right? Most people are always trying to escape their reality and cope with it, which is really crazy. It's like suffering with comfort. So their job, their day, their stress, all these things adds up to them wanting to drink or have a vice or gamble or smoke dope or whatever the case is on the weekends to try to escape how miserable they are and how they're suffering throughout the week. And this has been accepted by society as normal and okay and even encouraged. Now, here's an example of this. How often do you go on social media and you will see people actually going out of their way to take a picture of their alcohol and posting it on their social media as if they're proud, as if they're bragging, as if they're boasting, like, look at me, I'm poisoning myself right now. Look at me, I'm intoxicating myself. Look at me, I'm getting drunk because that's what we all do because we all know that Monday through Friday sucks and we're living for the weekend and watch me get drunk. And it's really interesting what has been accepted as a, a so social norm in society and then the opposite is like frowned upon. Like if you say, I'm not drinking tonight, then you get the peer pressure like, oh, what, you know, this and this and this. It's so interesting and I'm just, observing these things and I wanted to talk about this because everything that is accepted politically correct you know even right now with all this gender stuff which we're not even going to get into and the pronouns and then this and that and everything that is being pushed as an agenda is typically not in your best interest if you can see through it it is actually pushing a higher agenda to take away our power to take away our sovereignty and freedoms to take away you know our our quality of life that does not create a financial win or more power or more control to the people that are, you know, powers that be, whatever you want to call it. Even social media is designed to be addictive for you to be distracted away from your life's purpose, away from your spouse, you know, away from your children and all this kind of stuff to create dysfunctional homes and create divorce. And it's all intentionally designed to keep you basically a slave in multiple different ways and you actually be okay with it. 
and you actually be like, this is fine. This is normal. This is what we all do. And um, my coach, Chris, actually brought this up to me a long time ago about how you know, people eat stress, like they're emotional eaters and whatnot. So they have a stressful day, they're a parent, they have young children or something like that. And they'll eat like a piece of cake or they'll get fast food or takeout or something like that. And it's technically not good for you. You know, the oils and the, the, the sugar and all these things that are, you know, shown scientifically studied that sugar and like cocaine has a similar effect on the brain, right? It has a really negative addictive effect on the brain, but cocaine or meth or, you know, some hardcore drug is frowned upon, but sugar and junk food and fast food and chocolate and ice cream and cake, these types of things are encouraged or a glass of wine or a, uh, uh, I don't know, a highball or a beer or something like that is encouraged. It's like, oh yeah, I hear you, man. Must've been a hard day. Of course you're going to have a drink. Of course you can have a piece of cake or an ice cream. It's encouraged and it's supported and people feel like, yeah, me too, man. We should do the same thing. Now, if you went on your Instagram or your social media and you literally like shot up, like meth, okay? And you, and you filmed yourself like, hey man, it's been a really stressful day at work you know, watch this and you kind of do the arm thing and whatever, and you inject yourself. Imagine it, that's what people did. You know, you would be shocked. You would be like, what is going on here? This isn't okay. We don't accept this as society. And so where am I going with all this? Why am I sharing this? Is because when you use certain specific examples, we can all get on the same page and go like, whoa, dude, that's intense. What do you mean someone's shooting up on Instagram? And, you know, what if my kids saw that? Or, you know, it's so unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? But when we do the other thing where we post a picture of us cheersing an alcoholic beverage or bragging about how it's been a hard week and so now we're going to pop a bottle of wine or have some cake or pizza or burgers or takeout or something like that, everyone's like, yeah, and they like comment and be like, yeah, man, that looks so good and I want that too encouraging the behavior that is actually really bad for us. Now, when we look at freedom, when we look at business, I want you to really wrap your head around what I'm saying is that when you go against the norm, what society basically says is acceptable, it's the, the way that we all agree that life is supposed to be and so on, you are the one that looks crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I don't know many people, if any, who have started what I do as a business model and not been scrutinized, not been judged, not been labeled as one of those people who does one of those things and, you know, they're out to lunch or they're have some kind of pipe dream or some, you know, unrealistic expectations around what life could be like. I've even had people say to me, living in a fantasy reality that they're checked out, like that I am checked out from the world and how it's supposed to be and what everybody else experiences and all this stuff. And it's so shocking to me because that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> so the things that people are insulting me with or trying to insult me, I don't get insulted, but the comments that they have or the perspectives that they have are actually exactly what I was going for. I didn't want to have a normal life. I didn't want to have a normal schedule. I didn't want to have a normal income. I didn't want to have, you know, to eat junk food, garbage food, because the good food, the quality food, the whole foods, the stuff that's actually really nutritious and good for your body is quote unquote expensive and I can't afford it, so I gotta eat the garbage. I didn't want none of that to be my reality. So when people tell me that I'm living in a fantasy world, my answer is yes. 
Yes, I am. And it's fucking amazing. And I don't know what you're doing, but maybe you should come try this. And recently I had somebody reach out to me. That is another reason why I wanted to talk about this on this episode today is that I had someone reach out to me who I was working with a long, long time ago, back in my door to door days. And it was a female and she did amazing back in door to door. Like she made the guys on the sales team, you know, look like they weren't even trying. She was like selling laps around them. And, and, and she had this like alpha female energy, right? Like she was kind of calling people out being like, Oh, that's, that's all you did. I closed more business than you. And you know, all these kinds of things. And I loved it because I was the person who hired her. I was her manager. And I loved that like healthy competition, the female with males and she was just crushing it. Right. Anyways, when I left to do my current business 10 years ago, uh, I knew she would do amazing at this particular business as well. And so I tried to tell her about it. I tried to give her the education and information about it. And we got super close. We got to the point where she said she was going to do it. She said she was going to start. She did see the value in all the things. And at the last minute, she kind of got cold feet. And basically her comment was, you know, I'm not willing, or she said, I have a degree she went to school for something. I can't remember what it was. I have a degree. I'm not willing to start this business and make Mickey Mouse sales with Mickey Mouse commissions for the first six months. And even though that's not actually true because the commissions are pretty substantial, even when you're first starting in what I do, because it's high ticket, high profit, high commission. It was really interesting. The perspective of that message that she sent me almost 10 years ago it was like a few months away from being 10 years, right? And she never ended up getting started. I wished her the best. And that was the last time we talked. Last week, I get a message from her literally almost 10 years later. And she's like, you know, I'm ready to get started. And what was really crazy about this message is I'm going to actually pull it up here in a second so I can say the specifics. I'm not, I'm going to, you know, make sure I, I keep her, her personal information private, but I just want to share this with you because this is another reminder to me, and I wanted to forward that message on to you of how differently people see see things in general. So the first message was, okay, it's been almost 10 years, and we want to move to another country and have a remote business to support us. And, you know, being a psychologist is great, but I, I'm ready for change. I'm hesitant, but ready to change. And then I was like, are you really ready this time? Because it was like 10 years later, right? And... um she says, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready this time. Get me the F out of this hellhole I've created for myself and my family. And so I'm like, wow. So 10 years ago, you didn't want to do something because you, you had this social pressure that you had a degree. And the way she said it was like, well, she's more educated than me. I don't have a degree. So she's like, I have a degree implying I don't, and I don't want to make Mickey Mouse sales for six months. So she's going to go do something else. Fair enough. But then what's interesting is that we fast forward 10 years. I still don't have a degree. I still don't have any formal education, but I have the results. I have the income. I have the lifestyle. I have the assets. I have the things that actually truly matter in terms of success, financially speaking, but also in terms of quality of life, in terms of freedom. I get to call my own shots. I'm literally in a position that I worked really hard for for quite some time to not have to work ever again if I didn't want to and I wasn't passionate about it and I didn't want to do it. Now, not to 
say anything about her, but that's clearly not where she's at when she says, get me the F out of this hellhole I've created for myself, right? And so we went on to talk a little bit, and what was really interesting once again is she asked me a few more questions and whatever else, but then as we're going through it, the the thing that gets really interesting is people have like objections and fears and limiting beliefs starting to come up, and they're wondering... They're, they're almost trying to find an excuse to talk themselves out of making a big financial decision or purchase. And it's like all the little last little tiny things are coming out from the closet, if you will, right? Of like, maybe I shouldn't because of this. Maybe I shouldn't because of that. One of the things that's interesting that she said is all I've heard is negative talk from everyone I know, quote unquote, the stay away from MLM speech. But I mean, it exists for a reason. So once again, she's being influenced by people that she knows and it's the whole everyone I know comment, right? And then my response was, well, does everyone you know have the life you want? Would you trade places with them or with me? And I don't mean that as in like, I have a perfect life or nothing like that. I mean it as in like, if you're gonna listen to someone's opinion and let that influence your decision and your choice, you also have to be okay with trading places with that person. And this is something that is so massive that is overlooked in society as a whole every single day. And you can scale this all the way up to a government's perspective on things like, for example, like America right now, ever since like Biden has been in office and some of these rules and things. I was like, if you can't see it from like a million miles away that that country is driving itself into the ground, completely ruining the global power structure, the U.S. reserve currency and all these things that I'm not going to get into into the specifics. But I mean, you can see it from a, a million miles away that the policies, the beliefs, the agenda, the whole woke narrative and all of this stuff is is making America look like a fucking gong show for the rest of the world like they're watching this as if it's like a reality tv episode of a country literally driving itself straight into the ground and so you can scale it all the way up to the government level of a of a nation and you can scale it all the way back down to an individual in terms of your life is like listen if you're not willing to trade places with this person you should take everything that someone tells you with a grain of salt. So if they're giving you financial advice, is like, what's their net worth? You know, what's their annual income, monthly income? What's their tax strategy? All of that comes with it. So if they have an opinion about something from a financial standpoint, you need to be able to stop and go, all right, but you're broke or you're crazy in debt or, you know, you pay taxes at the highest, highest level or whatever other cases. Like, so technically... Based on your opinion, uh, I do not want to trade places with you financially, and therefore, I'm not going to listen to whatever you have to say about financial matters. Same thing with fitness or health. Is like you got people on TV during the COVID stuff trying to tell us uh, we should go get vaccinated, and they literally look like they were just removed from a casket, like one or two breaths away from death. That's literally what they look like. Or they're like 500 pounds and you know that they eat 20 burgers a day and drink two liters of Coca-Cola and probably smoke a pack of cigarettes and they're the health advisor of a whole country telling us what to do to overcome a pandemic. Like, hello, right? So it's like, I'm never ever in a million years gonna listen to that person telling me what to do with my health. If 
I listen to health advice is going to be from someone who is healthy, who looks healthy, who has similar values about health and fitness, has a lean physique, strong, and so on, right? Relationship advice, same thing. You get people telling you about relationship advice, they've been divorced multiple times, or they have a terrible marriage, or they have sex once every five years with their spouse, or whatever the case is, and you're like, yeah, nah, I'm good. So after I said that to her, her response was, good point. And this is something that is so simple and obvious to someone like myself and to many of you listening, like we should not take advice from someone that does not have the results that we want. And so when everyone out there is saying, stay away from one of those MLM things, stay away from one of those direct sales businesses, stay away from online businesses, it's like, all right, well, line up these people one by one. Let me ask them a few questions about how happy they are. Let me ask them a few questions about how many bucket list adventures and experiences they're able to have. How many days out of the year are they traveling first class and doing the fun stuff? What does their, their spouse or their children have to say about them, their character, their um, presence, you know, their uh, relationship, their bond, their chemistry. Let me see what other people that are close to them have to say about this individual. What about their friendships? What about their community? What about their impact on other people? Let's add it all up. You know, if we want to play this game and you're going to sit there and point and judge and tell me that what I do isn't good and to stay away from it and all that, fine, you are entitled to that opinion. But when we're actually going to get into the nitty gritty of, okay, it's kind of like the, the tail of the tape when you have like a UFC fight or a boxing match, right? You have the two people and it shows their age, their height, their reach, their weight, their experience, their record, how many wins, how many losses, how many knockouts. All right, let's do that. Let's line up, you compare, and we'll just compare category by category. Not that it's about comparison, it's about making a point. So you're gonna sit here and have this really strong opinion that this is bad and this is a scam and all that. Fine, cool, you're entitled to the opinion. But now let's do the tail of the tape. And what you'll find is that people who are more successful in any category, I'm not just speaking financially, I'm talking about overall, are also the people who are not criticizing you for chasing your dreams and following a certain path or a certain business model because they don't have time and energy to criticize or put people down. The only people who are ever gonna judge you are people who are not where you are yet or they're afraid that you're gonna follow through on your goals and dreams and make them feel insecure when they look in the mirror because they're gonna have to live up and own up to the fact that they're not taking action. They're not learning anything new. They're not growing every single day. That they're passive, they're complacent, and they basically have given up. They've given up all hope on life. And there's that quote where it's like, most people die at 25. They just don't get buried until they're 60, 70, 80, or whatever the case is. Why is that? Because most people at 25, life has hit them in the face to the point where they go, I didn't think life would be this difficult. I thought I would be, you know, more happy. I thought I would make more money. I thought I'd have the, you know, 10 out of 10 bombshell spouse, whatever, female, male, whatever the case is. I thought I would have all these things because when I was in high school, all of my friends back then, we all talked about being wealthy. We all talked about traveling the world. We all talked about doing life big. All of us, when we're 16, 17, 18, we all think that we can be whatever we want to be. We all think that we can conquer and overcome our biggest challenges in life. What happens? 
What happens? Why did all these people feel this way and think this way when they're young, just before they turn 20? And then within a few years, all of that stuff's out the window. They're completely conditioned to be complacent, to go through life in this very clockwork, repetitive way. And then they do that for the next 40, 50, 60 years, and they call it a life. And to me, that's not even living at all, right? And so the point that I'm making is that Ultimately, we need to be able to think for ourselves. We need to be able to see things from a new perspective, a new set of eyes. And so many of us allow the opinions of other people to to make us actually change our goals, to change our dreams, to change what we feel is rightfully ours in terms of creating something in any category of our life. And we'll go and ask someone's opinion. We want to bounce it off of them. We want their validation or their approval to say, yeah, man, you can do that or you can be that or you can achieve that. And usually that's not what ends up happening. Usually they're negative. They're cynical. They're... uh, talking about all the reasons why it won't work and the worst case scenario and how that they're going to waste their time, waste their money, look foolish, look dumb, whatever. And it's such a buzzkill and people allow this negativity to actually affect them because they don't have the emotional discipline and control to just hear someone say something and go like, cool, man, like if you don't support me or you don't believe in it or whatever the case is, that's fine but that's not stopping me from taking action. That's not stopping me from getting started. Despite whatever you think or whatever you feel is irrelevant, you know what I mean? And most of us out there in the world, we do actually be affected by this. We allow these other people to speak this garbage into our lives and listen, take it as fact, and talk us out of pursuing our goals and dreams. And like the worst example of this is someone's spouse. This is literally the thing that irritates me the most, like gets me just oh so freaking angry that often we have a vision, a goal, we have this spark, this inspiration of like, you know what, I'm really not digging this direction, you know, like it was good for a little while and I've been doing this for three years, five years, 10 years, whatever, and it was good for a while and it kind of checked the boxes of what I wanted or what my expectations were, but all of a sudden now things have changed, the economy has changed, the the political landscape has changed or whatever these things are, right? Like the way that things shifted from the pandemic and stuff, working from home and all these people were forced to work from home in this way that wasn't really, didn't really make a lot of sense. But then they got this little taste of like work-life balance in this home, which was different than what they had before. So the point is that as life goes on, the only thing guaranteed is change, you know, for, for a fact. So when someone has a spark and this inspiration and they share it with their partner, and their spouse, and their spouse shoots it down, or they don't approve of it, or they don't really let them, or whatever word you want to use that describes it, that is that is not okay. Because ultimately, we should be with someone who's our biggest fan, our biggest cheerleader, and whether it works out or not is irrelevant, because that person should follow that itch, follow that spark, and like go find out for themselves whether it was the right decision or not, or if it was a learning experience or not, and then they'll come up with the next thing, and then they'll say, you know what, that was fun, I learned this, I learned that, or whatever, I lost a little bit of money, I wasted a little bit of time, whatever, but you know what, 
now I got this new idea. And if I hadn't pursued that other idea, I would have never got this new inspiration that led me to this next phase of my journey and this next phase of my life. And we need to be supportive of each other with our spouses, especially. And, you know, in my relationship, my marriage, we are super like that. Like either, either direction from me to my wife or my wife to me, it's like, yes, let's do it. Let's try it. And it's like this blanket support of pursue whatever it is that you want. So to finalize this episode, is that we need to be able to think for ourselves and question everything and see who really truly benefits from certain things. Like if you are unhealthy and you are eating garbage food because it's everywhere around you, right? TV commercials, garbage everywhere. The fast food joints on the sides of the streets, everywhere. You go to a gas station to fill up your your car with gas and you go inside to pay. Is there anything nutritious in the entire freaking gas station? Anything healthy? Anything good for you? Nope. Uh, you know, there's alcohol, liquor stores on every corner, coffee and caffeine in every corner. When you actually pause and look at society as a whole, everything is a massive funnel to actually take your money to uh, keep you stuck, to keep you unhealthy, to distract you, to entertain you, to steal your hopes and dreams away. To t you know, it's all connected. They want you to be sick, so you're on prescription medications. Because if you're on prescription medications, that is massive money for like big pharma and so on. All of the stuff, right? They want you to be an employee at a job, a little worker bee, so you pay the most amount of taxes and you know rack up credit card debt where they make 20% off of you on your credit card debt and it's just seriously like if you go down the rabbit hole and a lot of you might be thinking oh that he's getting into conspiracy theories and stuff like this is like no it's not a conspiracy theory it's the hey if you actually take a look none of this adds up and if you're able to see that it doesn't add up in anything that is beneficial for you personally in your life and for your family, then it's time for you to pause and ask yourself, how do I get myself out of this situation? How do I actually influence my own decisions, my own choices, and build a council of professionals around me who are experts in individual categories that I would trade places with? That's the key. They give you certain advice on certain topics. You have to be able to differ differentiate whether or not they're qualified in your eyes to give you advice on that. And I have people in my life in business, in relationships, in, uh, you know, my, my fitness and health and so on, where they actually cross over just from regular conversation into giving an opinion or, uh, something in a category where I'm actually like instantly, I'm like, I'm not listening to you on this. I listen to you on most stuff, but now you're giving me opinion on something that I know that I don't want to listen to you on because I don't wouldn't trade places with you in that particular category of your life. And this is hard for people to do because typically they're actually taking um, advice and opinions across the entire person, not categories of their life. So don't let that be you. And then the final point that I was making that is so important is that we often don't chase our vision, don't chase our goals, don't give it 100% effort because of us trying to bounce ideas off of people that we love and we respect, like our spouse, our parents, our best friend, our teachers, whoever it is. And then because of their negative opinion, we actually play small because we don't want to be judged or criticized or disappoint others. 
And that is the, the biggest thief of dreams, in my opinion, literally that. So I encourage you right now to pause and to reflect who are you listening to in your life today? Do you need to upgrade your mentors? You know, I am a mentor for people inside my Diamond Life mentorship programs where I'm able to bounce a lot of this stuff off of people where they're experiencing some challenges in their business or whatever. And everything I talk about and everything I teach is from my own life experiences. And I've made plenty of mistakes. I've lost lots of money. I've done a lot of dumb things that I learned a lot from, but I can actually pass forward that knowledge to people who are at an earlier stage in their journeys and careers, right? So maybe it's time for you to upgrade your circle of counsel and influence to get a mentor. It might be me, it might be someone different. Maybe it's time for you to have a sit down with your spouse and your partner and have a heart to heart conversation about them maybe not being supportive of what you really wanna do with your life and getting to the bottom of it and really expressing it and saying like, look, this isn't okay. I expect more, I want more support and I'm gonna do this regardless. Whether you're supporting me or not, I'm gonna chase my goals and chase my dreams. And then lastly, really recognizing like everybody's opinions out there on certain topics is most likely not going to get you to where you want to go. So you should have a contrarian approach. And when people criticize you for what you're doing with your online business, with your freedom-based business, it's like, good, because you're literally trading in the life everyone else has that everyone else is talking from that place. You're trading in your old life for the life that you want to be creating and building. And that's going to come with criticism. That's going to come with people not fully understanding it. And I remember what it was like, and it was really hard. You know, I'm not saying it's easy. It was very hard. I was very frustrated. I felt like nobody understood me. I felt like nobody believed in me. I felt like nobody knew what I was capable of. And it made me doubt whether or not I actually had what it takes. And I like stayed up late at night and I'm like, oh man, am I making a mistake? Should I just stay comfortable? in this career that is more socially acceptable, right? Working hours and having a certain type of life that everyone else has. So it's easy to fit things in. I can hang out with my friends on the same days. I can see my family on the same days. But there was this little voice inside of me that was like, nah, man, you can do this. Even if you feel like you're all by yourself, even if no one gets it, the day will come where you will actually have the results to back it and prove it. And at that point, there's nothing you gotta say. Because once again, if we're gonna do the tail of the tape and we put people side by side and they have all these judgments, they have all this specific things, I can go like, all right, let's go side by side. And if I don't feel like I would actually trade places with you, your opinion and what you say about my life and what I do has zero influence on me and it does not affect me, doesn't insult me, doesn't hurt my feelings, none of that stuff, you know? And so right now, I want you to make sure that your certainty, your belief, your uh, future self will thank you because you're taking things more with a grain of salt in your life today and follow that intuition. That intuition is guiding you towards the destiny and the dream that you have within yourself that nobody else sees or understands. And often a regular normal person doesn't have the communication skills to even be able to express their true authentic desires and their dreams within themselves. It's just like this thought that's almost haunting you. But if you actually try to articulate it to your spouse, to your children, to your friends, 
you probably wouldn't be able to say it the way it actually feels, which once again creates insecurity and doubt. But I'm telling you, God, the universe, whatever you believe, gave you a dream that is your unique dream. There are maybe some similarities to your dream and other people's dreams, but the specific nuance, the specific details of what you see in your mind's eye, the vision you have for your future and your life and how you want to live, how do you want to experience life, that is your unique dream, all right? It is it is unique enough like your DNA. There's just It's one of a kind. And so why would anyone else out there, your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, your spouse, your friend, your coach, your coworkers, your boss, doesn't matter who, why would they ever be able to speak 100% conviction and certainty into you without them having all the details and all the specific dreams that you have, right? It doesn't actually add up. It doesn't make sense. The best that they can do is have sort of like a blanket general encouragement, belief, and say, yeah, man, you can do it. And, and that's really rare as it is for people to speak belief into you, to tell you that they're proud of you, to tell you that they believe in you. That's already very rare. But for someone to fully 100% see your vision and your dream the exact same way that you see it is pretty much impossible, which just goes to show you that you got to take all of this stuff with a grain of salt and you got to pause and go like, you know what? Cool. I'll take their perspective I'll think about it. I'll contemplate on it a little bit. Same thing with this other person over here. But at the end of the day, make your own shots, make your own decisions and get after it. You only have one life and it's shorter than we all try to talk about. You know, this life is passing us all by very, very quickly. And if you actually think back to the, the amount of time of procrastination, of dabbling, of contemplating of like, can I, should I, can I, this like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We're literally, you and I both are wasting years of our life by doing that shit. What we need to be doing is taking action, getting after it, you know, making moves, moving the needle forward in all these different categories of our life and letting our results speak for themselves and only listening to those people that we would actually trade places with. And you know what? At the end of the day, at the end of your life, you will be proud of yourself for swinging big, for taking chances, for taking risks, despite what happens. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't and you learn something, but there's nothing, nothing worse than ending up at the end of your life just playing it fucking safe. You know what I mean? Just playing it safe. You know, you never went after anything. You never tried anything. You always lived in your little fear bubble. And what kind of life is that? It's not one that I want to live. Now, once again, this might resonate with you and you might also think I'm crazy. And regardless, it doesn't matter because the people that I look up to, the people that I'm learning from, they all tell, they all say the same thing. It's like, man, you got to live big. You got to live bold. You got to go after what you want. And uh, if it doesn't work out, then it's really not meant to be for you and maybe something bigger is meant to be for you. So for those of you that are pursuing your future self, a bigger vision for your life, you got this, you got this. And remember that you need to be your biggest fan and you need to encourage yourself and you need to do all the things that you're in control over day in and day out so you can show up as your best possible self and take that forward progress. And everything else out there is noise, it is distractions, it is garbage. And you know what? Fuck all those opinions that are not in support of your vision and your dream because they just simply don't get it. They don't understand it. They're ignorant to it. They don't see it. 
And that's just facts. You know what I'm saying? There are people in my life close to me that still don't actually understand what I do, how it works, how I get paid, why it matters, why it makes an impact in people's lives. And unless they ask me the question, unless they want to understand, unless they want to learn and actually say, Balaj, you know what? I've had these assumptions. I think I know, but I'm not sure. Can you explain this to me? What's your perspective on this? Why are you doing this? You know, how do you see this? Anything along those lines, if that question doesn't come up for me, we're not going to talk about it and people can keep assuming incorrect information. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how in society, most people are okay with just assuming that they think they know something and they're, they could be completely off the mark. That's pretty wild, isn't it? So final message on this episode is thank you once again for being here with me on episode number 10. I hope you enjoyed this episode of me just kind of free flowing and ranting and sharing a couple things that have been on my mind. I hope you learned something. I hope you got some value from this. I hope it if anything, just confirm that you're on the right track, you're doing the right thing, even though there might be so much evidence in your personal reality right now, your circumstances that doesn't feel like it, that feels like you're making a mistake or feels like you're going in the wrong direction. I'm telling you that if you're going upstream or you're going against the crowd, that is a good sign because if everybody is agreeing with you, if everybody is in support of your nine to five job of being paycheck to paycheck, being on this fucking hamster wheel of living just this very dull, boring ass life that most people accept to be the reality, that is a huge red flag in my opinion. That's when you should get your ass in gear and go, this isn't okay. Everybody's just like me. Does that make sense? Remember guys, only the top 1% in every category, in every career, in every profession are really truly living life. 99% of this fucking planet is living quiet lives of desperation, fitting in and just basically just being like, this is just what we do. This is just what human life is like. 99% of people are not who you should be listening to. Always remember that. I love you. I believe in you. I know you can. And I hope you got a lot of value from this episode. Please make sure that you come and check us out on Instagram at The Diamond Life Mentor and give us some feedback and share some snippets of this episode and let us know what your favorite part was. All right, love you a lot and I'll see you on the next episode real soon. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, balajwcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.